On April 3, 2008, I was doing housework at home. Suddenly I felt a severe pain in my abdomen, as if something was burrowing in my stomach. The pain became more and more intense and I could hardly bear it and finally passed out. When I woke up, I found myself in the hospital with my husband at my bedside. The doctor told me that my condition was serious and that it was acute appendicitis. The doctor explained that the appendix is a small tube-like organ located at the end of the appendix. If it becomes infected or blocked, it can cause inflammation and pain. If left untreated, the appendix can rupture, leading to serious complications or even life-threatening conditions. My doctor told me that I would need to undergo excisional surgery to treat my appendicitis. I was concerned about the risks of the surgery, and the doctor assured me that it was a routine procedure with minimal surgical risks. After careful consideration, I agreed to undergo the surgery. That afternoon, I underwent the surgery. The surgery went well. The doctor made a small incision in my abdomen and then removed the appendix through an endoscope. After the surgery, the doctor told me that everything had gone well and that my appendix had been completely removed. Although the procedure went well, I needed to stay in the hospital for a while to make sure I was fully recovered. During this time, the doctor discovered that my wound was infected. The doctors needed to perform a second surgery on me. They tested the fluid in the infected area and found staph bacteria in it. My second surgery began. The doctor gave me an anesthetic, but after a long time, I could still hear sounds around me. I heard the doctors sighing as they talked about my little two-year-old daughter, whom I may never see again. They also talked about my family, my father, and my husband. Why are they talking about me and my family like this? I'm still alive, they shouldn't talk like that. Don't they know I can still hear them? I felt very confused and angry. My situation was not good at that time. Most of my body was invaded by staph bacteria. It was very complicated to completely eliminate this bacteria. During the first surgery, no one knew the cause of my infection. The tools used by the doctors were sterilized. I woke up in the intensive care unit. I opened my eyes and found my family gathered around me, their faces full of sadness. I had an oxygen tube inserted into my throat and had no way to communicate with them. I wanted to tell them, it's not that bad, I feel fine. The doctor asked me how I was feeling and I made a victory gesture. The doctor walked out of the room to talk to my parents. I heard their conversation. What does she have, doctor? What should we do now? My mother asked anxiously. The staff had just started to spread, but it was very dangerous. My husband asked the doctor, how serious is it? The doctor replied in the affirmative, very serious. The doctor says I may now have brain damage. We are considering some kind of antibiotic to treat the bacteria in her body. We have two options to give her antibiotics, 
but there are also risks associated with this approach. If we drop the treatment, you will lose her in a few days. My parents and husband went home sad. Because there was no extra bed for them in the hospital. My throat felt very sore. I wanted to tell the nurse next to me, but I had no way to speak. I asked the nurse to give me a pen and a piece of paper. I told the nurse, my throat hurts. The nurse in charge of me touched my head and said, it's normal to be a little uncomfortable, but she can't take the tube off. About two hours later, I experienced the most memorable event of my life. One nurse said to another nurse that she was going to pick up her daughter from school. After a while, the second nurse said to me, she was leaving for a while, she was just going to get a drink of water. Not long after the nurses left, I felt my breathing start to become difficult. As some sputum was produced, the tube was blocked. It prevented oxygen from reaching my lungs. I had no way to call out loud. My body squirmed and I couldn't do anything. A few seconds felt like hours. Just at the same time, the alarm sounded. A large group of doctors and nurses entered my room. I heard their panicked screams. They were calling for a team of specialists. They seemed to be shouting like madmen. I could hear everything, but I couldn't breathe anymore. The doctor put some fluid in a tube to try to suck out the phlegm. I stopped breathing and my heart stopped beating. Then, I left my body. When I opened my eyes again, I saw myself floating in the air in my hospital gown. I now felt very relaxed and the pain was gone. I could see my body and many doctors were surrounding it. Suddenly, I felt a mysterious force descending from above. It was coming closer and closer to me and seemed to be taking me out of this world. I felt very scared and didn't know what to do. I kept resisting because I didn't want to leave my family and my body. I was afraid that if this force took me away, I would never come back. But the power was too strong. All my resistance was useless. Eventually, I gave up and realized that I was going to leave this world. Finally, I was taken away by this force. I started a wonderful journey. I saw a very huge tree, the top of which I could not see. The tree shone with a dazzling light. There were many small animals around the tree and they were getting along in harmony. I felt at peace here and they radiated a kind of love I had never felt before. Their voices penetrated my soul. I continued to float upward and my body became more and more relaxed. This relaxation was not only external, but also internal. More wildlife appeared before my eyes. It was the first time I saw so many wild animals at the same time. They were very different from the animals on Earth, and their colors were different. They were all very friendly, as if we knew each other. I continued to walk forward. I saw a lot of children. They had different skin colors, and they came from different areas. 
Each one was unique and beautiful at the same time. Everyone was happy and every child had a smile on their face. They were playing and running in the fields. I looked in the direction they were running and I saw a beautiful garden. There was a huge fountain in the center of the garden. I walked toward the garden and on the way I saw many people. There were teenagers and middle-aged people. I saw harmony and happiness. People were smiling and I felt the power of love. Around the fountain, there were flowers of all colors. People were sitting around, talking and smiling with each other. It was as if they were communicating with their consciousness. Some people were reading books in the garden. Here, I did not feel uncomfortable or hurt in any way. I suddenly thought of my parents and husband. I knew they were suffering now. I stopped worrying when I thought that they would also come here later. I continued on a little further and I could see a large group of old people. The old people were smiling and all looked very energetic. They were walking in a garden full of flowers with a beautiful river next to them. Suddenly, I saw a light in the distance. Could this be my final destination? The closer I got to it, the stronger the love I felt. The light seemed to be calling to me, telling me that it was my final destination. I slowly approached the light and felt its warmth and peace. I felt myself surrounded by it, as if I had merged into its embrace. The light brought me a feeling I had never felt before, an overwhelming purity of love and peace. I felt my soul become lighter and freer. This beautiful place made me feel overwhelmed with happiness and contentment. I am grateful for the mysterious force that led me here and made me feel this wonderful sensation. I felt a hand touching the top of my head. In this moment, I was overwhelmed with intense love. I heard a gentle voice, stay calm, you can't stay here yet. I had a lot of questions I wanted to ask, but in this moment, I started my journey home. I thought, am I only going back in this rough way? The experience was so beautiful. I saw myself in a hospital bed and the doctors were resuscitating me. I knew that this mysterious force was still with me, and it made me feel a love and peace like I had never felt before. But I didn't want to go back into my body yet. Suddenly, the voice sounded again, this time more clearly and firmly. He told me, I have too much to do, too many people need me. I realized that I could not just leave this world. That my mission was not yet complete. The mysterious force eventually sent me back into my body and I felt a sharp pain. When I opened my eyes, I saw many doctors surrounding me. I felt a lot of heat in my chest. At this moment I started to shout, No. I don't want to go back, I don't want to go back. No one heard me. I was desperate because I didn't want to stay here. I slowly fell asleep. It was as if no one cared what I wanted. Everyone wanted to take me back to this place of pain. During the time I was gone, my heart stopped beating. 
The doctors did not give up on me. After a long time, I regained my heartbeat. A doctor stayed with me all night. At first, I felt confused and disoriented. I blamed the doctor for bringing me back. Several hours passed before I gradually came to my senses. It was then that I slowly came to terms with what had happened. I told the doctor about my experience. After the doctor heard my story, he was silent for a while. Then he began to tell me some stories about near-death experiences. He said that these experiences are not rare and that many people have similar experiences. He told me that this mysterious force could be a belief or faith deep inside me. He asked me if I had any religious beliefs, and I said I did not. I began to wonder if I should seek a faith to help me understand this experience. The doctor told me that faith can help people be stronger in the face of death and hardship. After hearing the doctor's words, I felt much more relaxed. I returned home with very mixed emotions. On the one hand, I was thankful that I was able to return home and see my husband and family. On the other hand, I was confused because I could not explain the scenes I had experienced. I tried to tell my husband about the light I had seen and the power I had felt, but he did not believe me. He hugged me and reassured me, honey. It was probably just a hallucination you had during the surgery, don't worry too much about it. I understood him very well. After all, it was a very strange and unexplainable experience. I sat on my bed and thought back to that experience over and over again. I remembered clearly the voice telling me that I still had a lot to do and that there were many people who needed me. I began to think about the meaning and purpose of that voice and tried to gain some insight from it. Even though my husband didn't believe me, I didn't have the slightest doubt about the authenticity of the experience. I knew it was a real experience that I was experiencing, not a hallucination or a side effect from a drug. I am convinced that this experience will have a profound impact on my life for years to come. I feel grateful to be alive and to have the opportunity to do something important. I think I should cherish this opportunity and try to live a meaningful life.